Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Hulhan. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Ophidian the Cobra, I have to tell you about our upcoming show. We will be doing two shows at Wizard U, which is sold out. So if you have your tickets, Come see us on February 3rd at Wizard U. If you don't have your tickets, I'm sorry for wasting your time with this announcement. But just like that, in just a week, it became sold out. So let this be a lesson to you. If you want to come see Plus Two Comedy, when I announce it here on this podcast, you get tickets. You get tickets or it's going to be sold out. But if you go to Wizard U, it's a 21 plus Harry Potter convention. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Come see Plus Two Comedy as we perform Muggle Studies and defense against the dark arts. There might even be a boggart, so be sure to come and check that one out. And now, without any further ado, take it away... Kirby Crackle. That's right, we're bringing back Kirby Crackle. I'm not afraid of you, Spotify. Is ready for a podcast. <laughs> our our crowd was distracted by yeah, various things, and we're not ready for a podcast. Come on, who's ready for a podcast? Yeah, yeah. who's here to do other things? Currently being annoyed by a podcast. Yeah. Our crowd waited for that part <laughs> of the question to do that. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamers Vault. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, joined, as always, by the Isaac Yankum to my cane, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? Who is the first name you said? Isaac Yankum, the evil dentist. Oh, I like that name. Wait, 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 wait. Mm, you have are not you been implying <laughs> Are you I, okay? But so, <laughs> so these are all non-canon. Barring the lack of my introduction, are you are you alluding that you are the same person? No. Oh, I'm, I remember all these yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I have so many questions. <laughs> I, I'm alluding that I'm the better version of Will. Uh. What? At well, least now I'm just blatantly in, saying. At least in terms of longevity, I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, now, Ophidian, I know you're known for being quiet, but I'm going to need you to talk into the microphone for the oh. for the duration of the podcast. I suppose that. Would there help. you go. It's, it's it's acceptable because I haven't introduced you yet, so you weren't technically here. Oh, Our great. guest this week is the reigning Young Lions Cup champion and the reigning King of the High Flyers for Chikara Pro Wrestling. Please give it up for Ophidian the Cobra. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, I like that you didn't want to spring for Rey de uh, Voladores, just in case you messed it up. I, that was, been, a, was I, a smart choice. I've been practicing often, saying it in my head I over often, and over again, and then bam. I often have to, I'm like, hmm. Double, do a double take. Is this the one? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Chikara features lots of different languages <laughs> in lots of different countries, so it's hard to keep Quite. straight. So, just because I don't want to have to speak other languages to our viewers. He's the king of the high flyers. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you won that at King of Trios this year. Yes, sir. Which was an eight-man tournament, or eight-person tournament, excuse uh, me. Yeah, so the Raid of Oloris, it's the, the the opening rounds are two uh, Fatal 4 matches, and then two, the winners of those two matches meet at the finals uh, in uh, the next day, on day three of King of Trios. Yes. King of Trios is, of course, Jakarta's WrestleMania, which is so big, it spawns three days. Spawns? Spans. It yeah, gives birth to three days. Three days every year. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ophidian, you've gone through some changes since the last time uh, we've had you on the show. Indeed, yes. Uh, so, how long have you been wrestling? <sighs> it's, it's, it's a difficult question, which is why I asked it. <laughs> it's so hard to say. <laughs> Years. Yes. Years. I was so sure you were going to be a jerk and be like, 2,000 years. 
No. I've just I've landed on my head a number of times. So <laughs> <laughs> at this point, hard to keep track. Yes, it, it is is quite difficult to say. You are also the reigning uh, Young Lions Cup champion. Yes. Uh, which you won over Razorhawk using the most illegal move in wrestling. Hypnosis. The most illegal move, indeed. Yes. Wait, so you hit. So he may not be a robot if he was hypnotized. This is this is good evidence. We we we've we've a case open on whether or not Razorhawk is or not a robot. When you were trying to remember that, files. I was worried that you hadn't said Razorhawk. <laughs> and I just added that myself. Razor? Who said Razorhawk? Who I've, said? I forgot the canon of our own show <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> yeah, because I think he might be a robot, I and see. he won't answer me. At all, straight or at all? <laughs> yes, it, it's it's classified information. Uh, Aphidian, you've been in the ring with him. What are your thoughts, robot? I, I don't know that he's a robot. He is certainly very weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's, right. he's a strange little bird. That one. <laughs> understandable. Understandable. <laughs> Uh, now, you are the, the current Young Lions Cup holder, uh, but eventually that title will expire, I'm guessing, because the, a new one will be crowned at uh, Pro Wrestling Day, correct? Yes. Well, no. So this year, uh, at, uh, for season 19, National Pro Wrestling Day will not uh, hold the Young Lions Cup tournament. Young Lions Cup is actually going to take place uh, the next month on two across two nights, Ooh. Uh, March 17th and March 31st. Oh, all right, we're we're dropping some bombshells here on there the show. Season nineteen at the Wrestle Factory. Yes, yes. Uh, so, what that means is, I still hold the Young Lions Cup until the passing in the night of the next Young Lions Cup tournament. So, unless anyone beats me for it, which they won't. Unlikely. Unlikely. Obviously, they won't. I will be. The longest reigning Young Lions Cup 13 champion. <laughs> due, to, due to a scheduling error. <laughs> well, the, the, the cup did bounce around uh, quite a bit uh, in, in terms of who was holding it. Space Monkey had his time. Wani had some time. Silverhawk, Hermit Crab bounced all over the place. Uh, but it found a home now with Ophidian the Cobra. And, and really, I like the, the full circle that it traveled. If you... Look at the the first, the finals of the Young Lions Cup at the beginning of the year, Pro Wrestling Day last year. Mm -hmm. The Whisper and Space Monkey. Yes. What an interesting turn of events. Yes, it, it, it slipped through the fingers of the Whisper, and now Ophidian holds it. <laughs> Too careless. <laughs> I would I watch what you were saying, you sir. Yeah. You, you, was... think you're, you think you're funny. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no. You should be very careful at this moment with your words. I'm just I saying. Honestly, I did. Uh, because we got to talk about season 19. Uh, <laughs> Beware the Snowman is uh, the season premiere, which is coming up on January 28th. And you'll be facing 17. Yes. Is that a name or an amount of people? No, no, it is, it is, it is a it is, person. It is a man. It is a man who knows the 17, 17 forgotten moves of uh, pro wrestling. Uh, yes. Uh, the 17 illegal holds, technically, I suppose. Forgotten yeah. illegal banned. You're not supposed um, to do them because they hurt people. Jakara's like, in a sling a, a month ago. Banned moves seem very unenforced. I mean, he did use hypnosis yeah. to win the Young Lions Cup in front of the referee, I will say. Right. But we have standards. So, Ophidian, <laughs> this is this is a a road I was afraid uh, to to walk down with you. But I I think for for the sake of this show, we need to talk about it. Absolutely, I can't wait. Uh, and and that's the event uh, between that happened after a sarcophagus match. Yes. Well, as as you remember, it was said before the match, what goes in the sarcophagus never comes out the same. And I think that proved to be true, didn't it? It did Someone elaborate? I don't know what's happening. Uh, well, uh... 
there was a match between uh, Ophidian the Cobra and uh, Hollow Wicket in a sarcophagus match, uh, in which point uh, Ophidian lost the match with Sealed in Sarcophagus, which was then stolen uh, by The Whisper. Okay. Uh, the Whisper then took the sarcophagus, uh, buried Ophidian alive, and the, what happened next is hard for me to explain. Uh what what the process of what happened next was? Can you shed some light on this? Before I I forget your background. Are you a a mundane cobra or some sort of snake god? Well, so I was brought to this plane through the Assyrian portal. Okay. Like I was the my original creation was to be the protector of Amasis, the pharaoh. Yes. Yes. I remember. I remember him. All right. All right. That didn't go so well. But that wasn't my fault. That was the other guy's fault. The other guy's fault. The other guy. Is that what we're referring to him as? I mean, he is. Uh, okay. So. During this burial... Yeah, yeah. I just I wanted to know what the stakes were for being buried alive. Uh, well, Ophidian... Literally what it sounds like. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it, <laughs> You're right. No, dirt it's, is it's put my on fault t- for not understanding what happens when uh, otherworldly being through the portal of Osiris gets buried. I should know. Osirian. Exactly. The Osirian portal. I don't portal. care what you said. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- through this... this going to say Isis first, so you you know... Through this process, uh, the Whisper uh, kind of became one with Ophidian, absorbed Ophidian. And Again, it's my fault for not knowing is, this happened. Is now the man sitting next to you. So it, it, it's, a, it's a weird sort of metamorphosis that the Whisper has gone through, or consumption, I'm guessing? Funny how things work out. So what is the Whisper... Or was the Whisper? I don't know who these people are, Noah. Uh, well, the Whisper technically is the man sitting next no, to I you. No, I get that, but was what's his deal? So the idea here mm-hmm. is that the old Ophidian didn't know the extent of his powers. Or maybe he did, but he didn't use them in a way that I saw fit. And I decided to do something about that because hypnosis the control of others it's so great and vast and he he only ever made people dance this is true and that seemed like a waste so I took everything I took his mask I took his powers <laughs> took his face Well, I mean, off kind of uh, yeah, I mean, if in layman's terms, yes. Um, there was a lot more that went down, but so, so I, I must ask, why Ophidian? Was it just an opportunistic thing, or is there a reason that you targeted him? Well, I feel I've, like I've the gone deep. Was an important part of this. You don't find a lot of guys trapped in them. <laughs> that is true. Unless you're well, Laurel and Hardy, is that well, who found mummies all the time? I think you're thinking of Abbott and Costello. <laughs> what did Laurel and Hardy find? <laughs> Werewolves? I, I, comedy? I think they moved pianos a lot. Okay. You were burying the lead here. <laughs> <laughs> it was dead air, no? Like, like, that is fair. Like, like uh, had, uh, had uh, some different events so. happened, would I be sitting next to Hollow Wicked right now? Hmm. There it's you go. So, I think Hallowicked's standpoint has never really changed. You see, Ophidian, Ophidian tried to be something he wasn't. Okay. Ophidian tried to project himself as the man that was going to save Chikara, but... In his heart, he knew that he wasn't that man 
He was 17, the man who destroyed so many people and also ended up in the eventual destruction of his own partner. Because 17, it was him that saved Frightmare from Deucalion. All those You're years just ago. making things I'm, up. Right? There are people who care. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'm with you. I, I'm getting what you're saying. You can kill my co-host if you need me. You can bury him alive. You will get nothing from absorbing <laughs> me. Oh, you'll learn so much Star Wars trivia. I take that back. This is you are on a road to get buried alive. Do you know why Ahsoka Tano got a second lightsaber in the second season of Clone Wars? Because no, I have no right. idea. Let me go back to the first trilogy Star Wars trivia. <laughs> wow, you were perf- you are extended universe knowledge. Wow, it's not canon anymore. It I wiped matter. it from my brain. It doesn't matter. He he's currently not, proving himself to be the superior Ophidian and the superior Will with Leo right He's now. already started to suck it out of yeah, my head. He's, he's taking it from you. You're just going to be a husk. That's <laughs> still relevance to non-canonical information. No, you're right. It, it's <laughs> fine. I ignore most of the extended universe anyway, so it didn't change anything. You for ignore me. or just choose not to learn. Yeah. See, these are excuses for not knowing trivia that Ignorance I'm Ignorance of the law is no excuse. You're trying to be something that you're not, which is a Star Wars expert. <laughs> I, I know all once, these things. I mean, I know once some Ophidian things. Once Ophidian buries you alive and takes this from you, <laughs> he will use this power uh, for the I'll, way I'll, it's meant to I'll be end up ga- I'll end up gaining all the knowledge. Like, I knew half of this. What's the deal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once he wins his next title by baffling someone with Star Wars trivia, <laughs> it's going to be all downhill. So I'm glad I put you in between us here mm-hmm. as, as kind of a barrier. Uh, but... Now, upon the return of 17, and you were facing him one-on-one, like, your thoughts going into this match uh, with a a dangerous man that you helped recreate, in a way. It's been a long time coming, I suppose. I knew, eventually, that this day would come, and it's, it's so... It's almost exciting, really, to know that... I'm so close to finally proving that I am the master of snake style. I am the best Ophidian. Right. Soon. 11 days away. So you have the Young Lions Cup. Uh, you're the king of the high flyers. I'm not going to try to say it again still. Uh, what What's next on the horizon for Ophidian? Well... I can only reincarnate so many Amasuses. Yes, this is true. Amasa, you did have three points so, for contentions uh, for the... Uh... With that being said... Oh, okay. With that being said... I think 13 is the limit on... On Amasa? Regeneration of yes. Amasa. <laughs> if that were the case, I would have another... Uh, I would have a, a, a militia of Amas... Amasais? Amasai and militias? Amasis. <laughs> Um, Armada um, militia. Um, militia. Uh, pharaoh militia. What did they call the army? Never mind. We're, the army's called the army. No, that's not, never mind. So, so, suck it out of him. No. Anyway. My condescending sarcasm. <laughs> But but uh, oh dear. But is the the grand championship on the horizon for you or hopefully hopefully. However, I have assisted Mr. Coronado in the past. He doesn't however strike me as a man to reciprocate favors. I would I would agree with you on that one. He seems to only take. Yes, yes, indeed. Takes from people, takes his time getting to the ring. Very, very accurate. Oh, right, that entrance. No, oh, it's the worst. Oh. Oh. Great nap time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It gets nice and quiet. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so, so we we also like to geek out on this show. And we do it with a segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Play it's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. Uh, Ophidian, you're new to the group. 
I, I don't know how much time you have to uh, enjoy media, but have <laughs> have you been watching anything? Uh, I mean, I tend to watch Archer uh, endlessly. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Lots of uh, Archer. Beyond that, um, here and there, I, I rewatched The Shining last night. With the like the. There's two of those, right? Yeah, there's the Jack Nicholson one, and yes. there's the one with the guy from Wings. Shining. <laughs> the, okay. Yeah, go. the good one. The that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the documentary about it? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, uh, there's a fantastic documentary That's about awesome. The Shining called Room. What's the room from The Shining? Two thirty-seven. Yeah, Room Two Thirty-Seven, and sure. it's basically trying to discover the meaning behind The Shining. Right. Did you see the um, like the uh, like the two scale model that like Adam Savage from the MythBusters he made like of the maze from the shot like he the, made, the actual labyrinth he he made like a like a two scale model of like the, it was. Interesting. It, it was like a like a like a year long project. To scale, you mean like life size? No, no, no. Like like like, like scale down. Okay. Like, yeah. I was kidding. You were like to scale. scale, and then no, you were no, doing no, this. Like, like... He, he didn't like grow hedges. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would take some time. That would I would believe time. that Adam Savage Although, could do that. To be fair, yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, he made, like a, a small like the table size version. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Right. Like that one, like the one that he looks over. And yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He made like oh, okay. He made like that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Incredible. Because uh, one of the, I thought they were, you were saying the hotel. Because one of the things they talk about in the documentary is oh, yeah. uh, when he's on the tricycle and he's mm. he's going around, the path he takes is impossible. <laughs> like someone mapped it out and is like, according to like the layout of the hotel, he went through a wall here, and like this is not where he should have hen- ended up. And like stuff like that's done on purpose a lot. Huh. Uh, like there's uh, there's rooms that are like. That I have feel like windows that show scenes in the movie though, like when he when like when he is riding the like he is riding, it's like there'll be points where, uh, like he goes off and like it there's it just instead of him like turning off one way, it's just a cut scene, which is sort of like which sort of speaks to that that it like right. mapping doesn't necessarily well, make sense. I I think it's all done on purpose because right. just Kubrick is a madman. <laughs> Uh, there, there's also a whole part of the movie that uh, you're supposed to actually be watching The Shining backwards, and they they have a sh- like a viewing party where they watch it backwards because so much of The Shining is people backing up, so it looks like they're walking forward if you watch it backwards. It's insanity, but it's oh, a- it says murder backwards. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be to be fair. Watching it again, watching it again, I had that same realization when it's when it when it got to the the mirror and it's like murder. You what? Is that just red rum? Right? The kids red rum, red rum. But if and you like, and you're like, what is going on with this kid? And you see the mirror and you're like, oh my god. But if you watch it backwards, she's like, oh my god, he's saying murder. Oh, it's just red rum. It's just red rum. <laughs> they don't know why he's drinking. He's too young. <laughs> I also, can't... rum's not red. <laughs> now, yeah, he's made a new drink. <laughs> I can't wait for you to get buried alive. <laughs> he's he's on my side. This is not the way this should have gone. <laughs> uh, so, li- listen to this podcast backwards. It's better. Uh, <laughs> Will, have you been watching anything good? Oh man, I I had a movie that I wanted to tell you about. Now I forget the name. That's oh, an man. important part of the discussion. But now it's all I can think about. It's on HBO. It's a horror movie. It's called like Right Outside the Door or something. No, it's not Let the Right One In. It's but it's like a indie film. But there's basically a chemical uh, bio bomb attack in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, and there so and this dude. It comes at night. No, it's not that. Okay. Post apocalyptic. It's just kind of like during the crisis. All right. And all the it's apocalyptic, not post apocalyptic. It's during the apocalypse. And all the exposition is like news stories that main character hears on the radio, which is done in a cool way. Right at your door. Right Thank at your you. door. Okay. Uh, oh, man. It's, the whole movie's not terribly interesting until the end, but the twist is so good. It made, I was like, ah, I'm glad I got there. <laughs> but I don't want to say because it'll ruin it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But right at a, your door. All right. I've, it has a cool twist ending. I've been on a bit of a horror movie kick, so I. But I it's. Might... A, oh, oh. Um, his wife is outside during the attack. She comes back uh, and might be infected. They don't know with this chemical attack. 
Oh. Yeah, and so, but he's like, he's nailed the house up and he won't let her in. And she has to deal with that. And then there's a thing at the end. And it's very cool. All right. I'll, have to, I'll check that one out. Uh, because I just watched Oculus. Oh. Yes. The, the mirror. Yes. Are, are you familiar with this one, Ophidian? I think I've heard of it. I haven't actually WWE? seen it, though. It was a WWE movie. It features no WWE wrestlers. Car- it's probably for the best. Yeah. It's Car- definitely. <laughs> Jillian. Nebula's real name. She's not in the WWE. No, she's she's yet to to debut. Uh, But uh, it's fantastic. Like it's it's a really good film. Uh, It's. I think it would be better if you went in completely blind, because everyone saw the trailer with the apple and the light bulb, and was like, "Eh." "Yeah." But basically, it, it does a really good job of creating doubt throughout the film. Because they're like, this mirror is evil, it makes you do like evil things. And there's enough evidence to be like, no, it doesn't, you're just crazy. Huh, I like that. And there's there's enough stuff like, you know, oh, this crazy thing happens. Like, nope, you're just remembering it wrong, it happened like this. And there's enough that throughout the film you're like, none of this might be happening. So that's really good. And it's, uh, basically it's the story of this brother and sister team uh, whose uh, parents die as a result of the mirror 11 years ago. And you see the story of them doing this, like, investigation to the mirror and what happened 11 years ago, like, kind of side by side. Oh, I like that, too. Which is really well done. Like, for a movie that is telling two stories simultaneously and the story involves seeing things that you're not sure you're actually seeing, it does a fantastic job. Hmm. Like, there, there was times where I was confused, but always on purpose. It was never like, what the hell's happening? It was always like... <laughs> You know, trying to figure it out. And, like, it's a really good horror movie. And and the dude from uh, uh, The Office, or Office Space is in it, Ron Livingston. Oh, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I highly recommend it. And it created Sasha Banks, which is, you know, a good thing. Uh, How so did it? The, the, there's, if, you, if you go back into NXT. Okay. The, there was a weird Oculus tie-in. Actually, so the the wrestler that's in the movie is the mirror. Because there's this time where, where they're like, Sasha, you need to look at this mirror. Like, look at it. And she looks at the mirror and she sees the boss for the first time. So the mirror turned her into the boss. Yeah, <laughs> that's canon. That's canon WWE right there. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. You should probably get this mirror. You probably wouldn't have to bury as many people right, yeah. alive. Incredible. <laughs> It's a loophole. <laughs> if only I had known. Yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> lot less shovel work. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I want to throw it back over to you and ask you what you're reading. You reading anything good? Um, I recently acquired a stack of uh, the Wrestling Observer from 2002. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot, the, the first two I picked up, the first one, it was... Um, um, uh, one some one person had just died, and the next one I had picked up, uh, Davy Boy Smith had just died, and I was like, I'm on a roll. Yeah, <laughs> great. It's a uh, magazine slash obits. I'm also trying. Uh, I've been re- reading through uh, uh, Ready Player One. Oh, fantastic! That, that deal. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet because I'm just bad at commitment to reading That's books. Fine. That's fine. But I have, <laughs> I have been reading through it, and it has yeah. been very I've... interesting for sure. I've been in quite a few heated arguments about this book about as of Ready late. Player One, yeah. Yes, because the movie's coming out, and the movie right, looks yeah, a lot that, of fun. That's this year now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, Great. It's surprisingly coming out rather soon. Hmm. Uh, and the, the argument I keep hearing is, this isn't a book, this is just a bunch of fan service. At which I reply, yeah, I am the fan. <laughs> service, service me. <laughs> service me. I enjoy that. Uh, I, I mean, like, it's not the greatest novel ever made, but, like, it it hits all the things I'm, like, yeah. I enjoy. <laughs> it's very enjoyable. Like, you know. It has a lot of moments where you're, like, you can just go, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what? I'm really against that that dig at a thing now. Just like, this is just fan service. Yeah, this media is terrible because it's, all it's doing is trying to make the people that like it happy. Yeah, how dare they? Yeah. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, I think people have a, a uh, 
a relationship with movies where they can watch a junk food movie where it's just like, this isn't going to be good, but I'm going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's just going to be explosions or it's going to be a bunch of, you know, poop jokes or whatever. For for me, that's Hudson Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. I don't know Hudson Hawk. Oh, you should check it out. Other than you telling me how great it is. It is a, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. It's a Bruce Willis movie that it's... It's basically a a (laughs) cartoon if it was live action. Like, there's no CGI or cartoons in it, but the plot is preposterous, and the things that happen are maddening. He kills the villain by dropping a 16-ton weight on him? Essentially, yeah. Oh, exciting. Spoilers, Basically, that happens. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, so, yeah. (laughs) We can watch a movie and be like, this isn't going to be amazing, but we'll enjoy it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, with a book, I think people are like, I'm reading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I deserve more because I spent the time to read. That's fair. So th- th- that's my theory on why people are, are upset about Ready Player One. They'll all love the movie because it'll be a co- popcorn movie. Uh, William, sorry, I went on a rant. Uh, did you Have you read anything good or do you want to talk more about Hudson Hawk? We talk about Hudson. <laughs> we can talk about Hudson. Whatever you guys want. Okay. I don't put, I, there's nothing to say because you haven't seen it. That is true. And you won't believe me. You're right, I won't. If I described you the things that happened in this movie. Well, I mean, you know that I, I've, I've made the New Year's resolution to watch more movies. So I, I will add that to the list. All right. Yeah, I, you know what? Watch it. I'm going to do it right okay. now because if I don't, yeah. I'm going to yeah. absolutely <laughs> forget. <laughs> You guys yes. are going to be really mad at me. <laughs> We're going to come out real mad. What was that? <laughs> I might actually what? bury you alive. What happened? Yeah, if it's not good, you will end up buried I alive. I didn't say it was good. I said I really like you. You've hyped it up quite a bit. Yes. I, gotta... I think you said it was the greatest film ever made. The, the... Well. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of hype relative yeah. to the amount of goodness yeah. this movie possesses. I just watched The Godfather and then The Dark Knight, and now I'm going to watch Hudson Hawk and <laughs> compare them against those yeah, those films. That's fine. <laughs> and if they're bad, Hudson Hawk's got Ophidian a much will bury you alive. time than The Godfather. So <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Nolan verse Dark Knight, right? That guy. Oh yes, okay, yes, great. yes. Yeah. Is there another Dark Knight? I probably not. I was okay. Just, I, was just <laughs> or I, I was mainly clarifying that it was the, I guess, the Heath Ledger one and not yes. the Tom Hardy one. Not yeah, not the Dark Knight right. Rises. I don't like that one. I I agree. I yeah. don't like that one. I don't like it. Either. I, I think it it gets a bad rep because it came after one of the greatest comic book movies mm-hmm. ever made. But even like it's half a good movie. Like up until. I just can't get like I love Batman and I'll like and I like most of the time will defend him, but I can't get behind the, uh, oh he did this because he's Batman. Like I need more of an explan I need more of an explanation. Yeah, just a little, even a little bit, just a little. I can get over <laughs> that for the most part when he makes the the fire on the the bridge. Like oh, yeah. I was like, I think that meant he spent time making that while people were drowning. <laughs> yeah, he was watching. <laughs> like that's a bit upsetting. Oh come on, the guy just fell right through. <laughs> I was almost finished. He's not gonna see it. He would have loved it. <laughs> it would have filled him with hope. But not even the fire on the <laughs> the fire on the bridge, and then the um just the the escape from the prison. Like you see him yeah, make the, was... it's, he makes the leap and then yeah. the scene cuts and then you're in Gotham and you're like what do you mean I, th- <laughs> I think that, that something had to have happened hole between in this the ground thing and this thing. was in Jersey was in Jersey yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was not we were all racist for assuming that that was a foreign country it's that's actually that's some, in the Pine Barrens that was it's actually just somewhere in Tom's River DC <laughs> Trump's immigration plan is what that was it was just a hole. <laughs> so we're tight on time. Did you, are you reading anything good that you wanted to, to share? No, I wasted mine on Hudson Hawk. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm... I wonder if there's a novelization of Hudson Hawk. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, add it to your Christmas list. All right. Uh, he's he's busy googling. Maybe so. a script. What are you reading? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, did did I talk about no one can uh, know about this yet? I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't Not think if we so. can't know about it. Yeah. Well, the. 
the, I, we include podcasts and pretend they're audiobooks for this section of the show. And uh, I've been listening to a great one called No One Can Know About This. <laughs> and it is two guys who have decided to play all the Final Fantasy games <laughs> in a row. I totally have not talked about this. All right, good, because no one should know about it. Uh, but it's great because, it, like, they didn't know what they were getting into from the beginning because they're starting with the first Final Fantasy game, okay. which is abysmal. Uh, it is... <laughs> Do you love that game? Well, then you need, you need. All right, people are getting upset with me. Uh, you need a walkthrough for that because, yeah, but it just doesn't work sometimes. Like there, there's a spell that's coded to miss a hundred percent of the time. That's uh, like cure two and cure three are technically the same thing, and it doesn't tell you that. The the if you pick a black belt, you're not supposed to give them weapons and like. Yeah, like you're not. No one tells you these things, uh, so it's a very difficult game. And if you grew up having the only one you've played been seven, eight, and nine, and then you're like, "Hey, let's play all of them," and then you try to play the first one, these guys are having a horrible time. And it's not a let's play, so you don't get to see them playing. But it's but it's filmed kind of like or recorded kind of like The Office, where you hear the audio of them playing. And then there's a cutaway to them in the future like, so here's the mistakes we've made and we haven't realized it yet. And like you see, you hear them get frustrated and then you hear the moment where they've realized it. And mm. they do a great job of just editing it and figuring it all out. And they record everything. Like the episode one starts with them in the car driving to the store to buy it. <laughs> And, like, you get them, like, or let's take a break and eat some lunch. And then you get them eating lunch, like, we don't need to do this podcast. Like, we haven't told anybody that we're doing this podcast. We could stop right now and, you know, just live our lives and not sit in the basement for hours playing a game we don't like. But where's the fun in that? But we've committed to it. <laughs> and uh, there was a really great moment where I was listening to it and they said, could you imagine if someone is playing Final Fantasy 1 right now, listening to us. And while that was happening, I was playing A Link to the Past. And I was like, no, I'm playing a good game. (laughs) (laughs) I highly recommend it. When you're done with this show, check out uh, No One Can Know About This. I've also been telling as many people as possible about this show because of the name of their show. Oh, we got a Chikara fan. Hey, what's up? Uh, and I want to throw it back to Ophidian and ask you, uh, what you playing? Have you had time to play anything? Yeah, I was uh, I was really big into the new Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed okay. Origins. Okay, All right. How is that? Really, overall, I really like it. Um, however, uh, if you've played Assassin's Creed before... Uh, they totally redid the uh, the fighting system. They 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 completely redid it. So okay. it's not the same. How I get in previous the games, system or whatever. <laughs> in previous, like I describe it as like the Arkham system, where it's like triangle is like your block that supersedes mm-hmm. everything else, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so like there's a lot more uh, like effort you have to put into like actual like actually fighting people because it's not oh, so no. like, just mindless. <laughs> Gotcha. That's cool. So that's there's cool. something I'm to, like, bad at stealth, so right. I will never. It's play an adjustment to be made, but other than that, like the game is really solid, and like the the renderings of Egypt are really, really beautiful. <laughs> that's right. It's in Egypt, so there's not a lot of like places. Bu- building. I will, yeah. I will say I just also, keep it is jumping off far. that one triangle shaped one. <laughs> yeah. I will say, by far, it is the uh, most uh, visually gory Assassin's Creed oh, really? to Ooh. date. Like it's like like Tarantino levels of just like, like right up your alley, right, I'm yeah. guessing. Just blood splatter everywhere, and you're like, oh wow, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> how about all that happening? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I was expecting that much blood to come out yeah, of that man. man. A lot of feet in this game. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> A lot of sandy feet. <laughs> Will you play in anything good? I fell back into the world of tanks hole. Oh, why? Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Yeah, like I would like to bring up the fact that we no, talked you about so disappointed. We talked about <laughs> World of Tanks on this show in episode number three. Yep. This is episode two hundred and seven of this oh, show. I think this is the fourth time. It's been a revisiting because I went back to Skyrim too, and like I I don't like Skyrim. I don't like that it portrays itself like a 
I mean, I guess it's still technically an RPG, but like your choices don't matter. It's oh, it's basically the same thing that uh, uh, Bioshock Infinite did, but not on purpose. Okay. You know how you play Bioshock and there's like choices and they're like none of this matters because it's a video <laughs> game and choices don't matter. Right, right. But Skyrim didn't isn't being like, like a clever it anyway. Yeah. Skyrim <laughs> yes, wasn't being yes. like a clever parody of a video game. It just made a poorly done <laughs> RPG. <laughs> did, yeah, it just did it poorly. <laughs> and but it's so pretty. I'm like, yeah, I'm really like looking at everything. <laughs> so it's still fun. I had a whole bit about that. That it's pretty. It <laughs> that is it's very gorgeous. pretty. I could live here. No. Uh, it's just, yeah, been a revisiting week for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I've been playing Link to the Past on the yeah, uh, yeah. the SNES Classic, and uh, it's it's fun. Like, I've, I've never been a big Zelda guy, uh, and I, I just finished Super Metroid, and Super Metroid was, like, one of the greatest gaming experiences ever. So I was told Link to the Past is also up there, and I'm not quite as big on it. I'm not too far into it. I'm, I'm, do, you know, do you know the ending? I don't know the ending. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, it's. It, I'm going in unspoiled. Oh, wow. Uh, so I have two pendants. Yeah, I got the one in the desert temple, so I'm trying to get up the mountain. And I'm, I'm going no guide, so I'm just giving money to fortune tellers. Like, <laughs> please, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I would so, love for one of you to tell me which way to go. <laughs> yeah, just, just something. It's like, you will find the third pendant. I was like, okay, can you point me in a direction? Please. Is that uh, what they all said? They all just yeah, keep it, saying, it's a lot of stuff. You're going like, to do it. Like with the desert thing, like I had to read a book and I knew where the book was to, to get up into the, the temple. I knew where the book was and they just told me I needed it. Didn't know how to get it. This was like hours of my life. Eventually I got it by accident. Uh, but it's a great game. I'm enjoying it. I, I, I've never been a big fan high fantasy guy. I've always been more of a sci-fi guy, so that's why I think I skew more towards Metroid Just than... pretend that sword's shooting laser beams. It doesn't shoot laser what? beams. That's a rip-off. Yeah, I don't have the Master Sword Spoilers, yet. Jesse. Yeah, spoilies! I don't know. I haven't played it. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, so that's been uh, what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. Uh, we end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. Uh, this week I have brought... Super Friends on DVD. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get rid of this one. It's a good one, though. It's good. It's the Super Friend People cartoon. People have won this more than once from us. That is not true. Are you sure? I am 100% positive. Okay. Uh, so this is what we are giving away. Uh, Ophidian, what did you bring? I have a bag full of shirts of various sizes. Oh, th- yeah. They're over here. Yeah. <laughs> powers. Up. Powers. <laughs> I have shirts. All right, so you have... Uh, do, you to, do I place them on the table? Yeah, pull them out. I mean, if you, we have cameras if you want to, like, show them off as oh, yeah, how awesome your shirts are. That's true. So I got some... I got the, you should show the original ones. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whisper shirt. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought your catchphrase was... Everything makes sense. Not... Yeah. He's grown and has... Yeah, you've added grown a second letter. Four S's, three H's. And then the uh, the Ophidian uh, overlay. Oh, yes. Oh, I like that. Camera's that way, not above us, just so you know. Yeah. If you want to show them off. Make sure everyone can see them. Way cool, way cool. Uh, so, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize for us to win since we've put up these amazing prizes. What did you guys bring this week? That that's a tiny snow job. We have a, a, a snow job. Uh, it's not an. It's an inaction figure, I believe. Oh, it's oh, arms yeah. move, so he is technically an action figure. Uh, we have uh, a KK slider amiibo card that was way cooler than. You're not knitting us the prize. No, not knitting us the prize. Uh, and it appears that is it. Uh, Ophidian, the choice is yours. Would you like to play for the s- tiny snow job, or would you like to play for the KK Slider Amiibo card? Uh, the first guy. The tiny slow- snow job? All right, come on up here. I was so convinced that's not his name. I'm, no, it is. I know no, I believe you. It's like... Yeah, it's... N- Real uncomfortable. Is this on? Uh, no, you got to turn it on. Nope. No, 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 towards you. Yeah, there you we go. we lied to you. All right, it, actually, it actually was on. All right, 
So I was thinking about this. It's actually his name, and I can literally not figure out why they named it if not for the obvious reason. Yeah. There's there's no other, there's, like, it's not like it's like it's no job, because that's not a thing people say. Yeah, neither people is, say like, the this thing is a real sounds, snow job. Like, it's yeah, not a no phrase. one has ever said that. People say the thing that rhymes with snow job. Yeah. All right, well, good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note. Yes. Uh, we are going to play a game oh, yeah. uh, called Landmind. Uh, I will g- present you with a question that has three... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Oh, God. It shook. <laughs> Whoa, boy, we experienced an earthquake. Sofresa. Uh, the satellite we film in. Uh, so we have, uh, I'll ask you a question with four choices. Three of them are correct answers. All you have to do is not pick the landmine, which is the wrong answer. I also tried as hard as I could to skew this for Ophidian. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Great. Excellent. Yes. Based on uh, my gaming experience earlier, I'm sure it'll go swimmingly. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, currently, uh, Ophidian is the king of the high flyers. Three of the following four Pokemon can learn fly in Gen 1. Ooh. Charizard, Aerodactyl, Scyther, and Mew. Will, we'll start with you for the first question. Uh, Give me one of those that can learn fly. Charizard. Charizard. Ophidian? Could you repeat the answer? What's left are Aerodactyl, Scyther, and Mew. Oh. I'll go with Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl. And I also have a question after this question. Okay, Okay. good. (laughs) Mr. Jeff Stormer? Uh, who I don't think I ever introduced. You, you sure, <laughs> you sure right did. You it. jumped sure right into Snow Job. I had a lot of things to say <laughs> about Snow Job. You didn't. Just the one. Yeah, just the one. Hold on. Easy. Got to put him in front of the mic. I need. I need my son to be see the microphone. <laughs> People need to see my son. You you put your son up as a prize? Yes. Oh, Fidian's, I love all of my sons. Fidian's going to bury him alive and steal his powers. Uh, I am going to go with Mew seems. Obvious. So I'm going to go Scyther. All right. Uh, Charizard, in fact, can learn fly. Yeah, I wasted that. As can Aerodactyl. And uh, Mew can learn all moves. So Scyther is the landmine. So that's one landmine for Jeff. All right. So here's my question. Question. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was a cough. (laughs) You're right. My question, though. Technically speaking, in Gen 1, uh, Charizard could not learn fly in red and blue. In the games, red, in the red and blue games, Charizard could not learn fly. It was added in Pokemon Yellow. Oh, Charizard could learn fly. So I think this question has been nullified. Yeah, I actually so, think I... in Gen One, in for the first half of Gen One's existence for Pokemon Red and Blue, Charizard <laughs> for some reason could not learn fly. For yes. the same reason, Golbat had that weird bleh, tongue. Oh. Similar situations. He's hundred like percent like correct. I, like I knew it. Mine taken away. <laughs> so, I believe. I just want to say that. Yeah, yellow's a Gen One game. Ah, uh, I don't believe it is. <laughs> right. I'm. Ju- I'm not saying that it's not. I'm yeah. just saying for the first half of Gen One, Charizard could not learn fly. Therefore, your truck and uh, your question was tricky. Your- it, yes, it was tricky, and I knew that. And you stole all my thunder because I was going to explain that, but. but Fidian knows things. <laughs> he's been alive for centuries. He's he's a very smart. Well, man. he also buried one of the Pokemon players outside <laughs> <laughs> of the store. Uh, so uh, you won the Young Lions Cup, Fidian, uh, using hypnosis. Uh, three of the following four comic book characters have the ability of hypnosis: uh, John Constantine, Hugo Strange, Middleix Pitalik, and Barbara Gordon. Give me one that can use hypnosis. Starting with you, Ophidian. Uh, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. Jeff Stormer. Uh, I am going to go with Mixie's Pitlick. Pitlick's Pitlick. He can do anything. He's hard to. <laughs> He's it's got hard to say. Dimensional magic. Exactly. Sure. Oh man, who's point. who's left? You got John Constantine and Barbara Gordon. Mm, I'm going to go with Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon feels like. A weird thing for me to include, right? Yeah, like on purpose. That's because she can actually use hypnosis. Yes. 
I thought that was very strange. Hugo Strange, also another one that could use hypnosis. Well, uh, he does and Middlex has a lot of powers. Hypnosis, not among them. I feel like I've seen him hypnotize people. <laughs> not, not uh, according to, mo- to the source I used. Yeah, I also feel like he's given I've, people he the big people, like. Well, and he makes the he makes people dance like puppets. He recreates reality so that you act a certain way. He, he like, recreates he realities. You say that doesn't sound like hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two landmines for Jeff Starmer. Jeff, we're going to start with you on okay. this one. Uh, so Ophidian uh, was uh, formerly known as the Whisper. Right. Uh, three of the following things I am about to describe are also called Whisper. Okay. Uh, a song by the Ying Yang Twins. Uh, a Korean, a South Korean television show. A character in the game Fable. And an anonymous social media platform. Uh, I'm going to go with the anonymous social media platform. All right. Anonymous social media. Will, uh, which one of those is called Whisper? Fable character. Fable character. Ophidian. Uh, what, what am I... You have a song about? by the Ying Yang Twins yeah. or a South Korean television show. Hmm. I'm going to go with a South Korean television a show. A South Korean television show. Uh... Your first friend in the game, Fable, is Whisper. Yes. Uh, there is actually an anonymous uh, social media platform that you can go to called Whisper. That's. I believe we've talked. I believe we have talked about this. Have we? We. Uh, I believe. I don't remember. I believe you tried to use it at my apartment to <laughs> show me that it exists, and we are too close to a school. Oh no, that was Yik Yak. Oh, that Yik Yak. That okay. was Yik Yak. I was trying to use. Uh, why were you that close to us? Never mind. <laughs> I live. No, the real question is why is school. why is being that close to a school that. an issue for you? I don't, I don't know. It was an excuse issue with the excuse. app, uh, and it is also a South Korean television Ooh, show. There is a song by the Ying Yang Twins called "Wait" that is also like subtitled "The Whisper Song," but it's not called "Whisper." So no landmines on that one. Yeah. Uh, we will start with Will on this one. Uh, we're heading into season 19 of Chikara, and uh, all the events are named... These na- all have to do with Ophidian. Yeah. I don't get one landmine card. You have no landmines. You should be very happy you're <laughs> playing a very well game. Uh, season 19 of uh, Chikara starts uh, on the 29th, or 28th at the Wrestle Factory, and all of the events this season are named after Goosebumps books. Three of these are real Goosebumps books. Uh, there's Don't Go to the Mall, Help, We Have Strange Powers, A Shocker on Shock Street, or The Horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Which one of those is a real Goosebumps book? William. Is it me? Yes. I'm pretty sure Jelly, Jelly Jam was a book. You're going to go with Jelly Jam? The Horror Jelly Jam. The Horror horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Ophidian? Uh, Could I get on one more time? Yes, there's Don't Go to the Mall, Help, We Have Strange Powers, and a Shocker on Shock Street. I'm going to go with Don't Go to the Mall. Don't Go to the Mall. I'm going to go with a Shocker on Shock Street. A Shocker on Shock Street. Or Shocker's uh, autobiography. It could also be Shocker's autobiography. I think that might have been the safer uh, bet. <laughs> there is actually uh, the the horror at yeah, Camp Jelly Jam is real, as is a Shocker on Shock Street. Uh, Don't Go to the Mall is uh, what another Canadian pop idol wrote for Robin Sparkles, but it is not a <laughs> oh, Goosebump no. book. Help We Have Powers is part of the Horrorland series of Goosebumps. Help We Have Powers. That's the name of the book. So that is a landmine for Ophidian. Uh, and, uh, Ophidian, we're going to start with you in this one. Uh, Ophidian, you, uh, tend to use a yo-yo a lot in, in your matches. Uh, three of these are types of Duncan yo-yos. There's the Barracuda, the Pulse, the Stinger, and the Wind Runner. Give me one of those that's a real yo-yo. He said, uh, Barracuda, Pulse. Stinger and Wind Runner. Wind Runner? Yes. Barracuda? <laughs> going to go with the Barracuda? I actually know the answer to this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pulse. And a brag, a Pulse. Pulse. Pulse is a good one. Uh, what, what's left? You got Stinger and Windrunner. I'm going to go with the Stinger. Ah, all of these are Duncan Yo-Yo's, except 
Stinger. The Stinger. No! What about, it could be a nickname. What was the metal, like the Silver Bullet? Yes. That thing hurt. That was also not made by Duncan. The no. Silver Bullet was made by Tom Coon. That hurt my hand a lot. And what was the one everybody, the like base level one everybody had? Everyone had like either. Butterfly? Yeah, you had your, your Dunk, your, your Duncan Butterflies, your Imperials. There's, if you, were, butterflies, your Omega, yeah. if you were part of the Omega Boom in the 90s, it was Brains and Fireballs. Brain. That's brain. What I had, the brain. Yeah, the Brain. Brains it had a fire. motor yes, in it or something. I was part of the 90s uh, yo-yo <laughs> boost. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, do you want to bar- do a podcast about yo-yos? Barracuda is a metal yo-yo. Pulse is a light-up looping yeah, yo-yo. Yeah. The Stinger, which is funny because there's actually, it would be a Bumblebee GT. It would be the closest <laughs> to what he's talking about. It's not a real thing, though, whatever he made. <laughs> <laughs> so yo-yo what's, expert. Then what's, what's the Windrunner? The Windrunner's, yeah, I believe, the Windrunner's an off-string yo-yo, I believe. Oh, okay. So it's like a really big thing that's made to get thrown up in the air. Oh, uh, okay. So that's fun. That's neat. <laughs> Wait, is an off-string yo-yo just a wheel? No, it's literally just a big yo-yo. Okay. So if you were to take this and then you made it larger, <laughs> it would be that. He's a yo-yo he expert. To yo-yo from his <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting. Yeah. I don't. My snake knows no yo-yo tricks. <laughs> This is why yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. better so than your snake. Uh, so <laughs> right now, nice. Jeff Stormer has hit two landmines. Will is hit one. Ophidian is hit one. Uh, and we're going to start with Jeff Stormer. All right. Uh, Ophidian, he's a professional wrestler. Uh, three of the following four films feature a professional wrestler. in it. All right. Sherlock Holmes, Troy, Ed Wood, The Last Samurai. Uh, Ed Wood features, I think. Think George the Animal Steel? All right, that's interesting. I'm gonna go Ed Wood. Go Ed Wood. Will uh, Troy? Troy. I, I don't know the guy's name in wrestling, but in the movie, his name is Boagrius. Yeah. All right, that should be his name in wrestling. It's a dope name. Uh, so we're left with Sherlock Holmes and the Last Samurai. Like the recent, like the Charles uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yes, 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 okay. yes, indeed. So then I'm. I think I'm going to go with The Last Samurai because right. I don't remember any wrestlers in Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Ed Wood features George the Animal Steel. That is Tor- 100% correct. And then the end of the movie, you find out that he makes the famous Tor Johnson mask and he retires safely on that. I love the movie Ed Wood. <laughs> if you didn't know, Spoilers one for of Ed my Wood. all-time favorite films. I did not know that. That's I like double that. points, really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, then I'd have to give you tons of yo-yo points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the film, Troy features Nathan Jones, who, while contracted for the WWE, I think had two matches total. <laughs> he, yeah, he didn't do a lot of wrestling. He showed up at WrestleMania once to help The Undertaker fight a trade. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the, the year The Undertaker had, it was, it ended the up being match. the handicap yeah, match. Handicap match, because right? Nathan Jones was hurt, but right. showed up later anyway. Yeah, because he got, like, beat up by them, right. I yes. have this yeah, fascination sure. with people, with uh, low-level actors who get gigs based solely off of being bigger than 6'6". Six, six. Yes. And, and so most of them used to be professional wrestlers. Yes. Like my boy Tyler Maine, also in Troy. He played Ajax. Yes, and he played Saber. Uh, yeah, Sabretooth in yep. the X Men movie. Yes, I know a lot about wrestlers yeah. that are actors yeah. for some so reason. Like the first X Men movie is not like the. the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. first X Men movie. Oh, okay. He was Sabretooth. Not, yes, not Liam Schreiber. Liam Schreiber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also know a lot about Sabretooth. <laughs> you don't remember when Liam Schreiber? Like I feel like Liam that match yeah. would be a pretty good wrestler, though. I yeah, he'd be a great wrestler. I feel like he'd be pretty good. He's big. Just him is what's his character? Donovan McNabb. Donovan, Ray Donovan. 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 He was the uh, the quarterback, (laughs) yes. Well, he could be in professional wrestling, too. They could do a tag team. The Donovans? Yeah, Yeah, it's the Donovans. I'm all for this idea. You've you've sold me. You've 100% sold me. (laughs) What's happening? Book it. We're still playing a game. Uh, Kurgan. From yeah. the oddities, he was the, the French tall man, right? Yes, in Sherlock Holmes. So that is unfortunately the second landmine for Ophidian, oh, which man. makes Will our winner. Yeah. So Will, you get snow job, oh, a T-shirt, and this DVD. What's wrong with saying snow job, Will? I don't like Unless it. Ophidian buries you alive, in which case all these possessions will then go to him. Oh. I hope they become cool graffitied versions. Jeff Stormer, thank you so much for coming on the show. Of course, thank you. Anything you want to plug? Uh, a lot of things. Party of One podcast. Go to party of one 
Podcast.com, all my fancy children at allmyfancychildren.com, talkingdog at soundcloud.com. I turned your mic off. That's it. It's three things. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jeff. Uh, so, Ophidian, we have to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? Uh, yes, January 28th at the Wrestle Factory live at, I believe, 3 p.m., I want to say, is the bell time. Is yes, it 3 PM? Is it 3 p.m. or 2 p.m.? I believe it's it is 3 p.m. It's an early afternoon show. Come, come at 2, get in line. There you go. <laughs> It'll Do be that. very exciting. Early. Open, doors, doors will be open. Exactly. But, yes, exactly. beware the snowman as I take on 17 and show the world that I am the superior Ophidian. Oh, yes. Yes, so please come on out to that. It's going to be a fantastic show. Uh, you can buy your tickets online, I believe. Uh, buy tickets, yes, online at chikaratix.com. And I, if they're not sold out at the door, they'll be available at the door. <laughs> but if you're sold out, you're out of luck. That, that, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. If they're not sold out, we'll be, they'll be available. <laughs> if, if there's some left, we'll sell them. That makes sense. Yes. Uh, Will, anything to add? Yeah, Hudson Hawk, uh, the novelization, is available oh, on no. Amazon. <laughs> And the I, w- I would like to say the first review is three stars, and it was an entertaining read, but I could not shake the feeling that it was based on a cartoon. Oh, all right, so then. a common trend. Which Perfect. pretty much parallels <laughs> yeah, what you were saying. Exactly so what is, you were saying. This is good. Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on podcastland.com. Make us the podcast of the month. We're currently number seven, so vote for us. Uh, also, be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Be sure to like, comment, and all that good stuff. Also, you can check us out on Twitch and now on Spotify, so be sure to check us out there. It's the same show, but you can, you can check us out on, on all. Yeah, it's a new thing. We, we, we just got there, so check us out on Spotify. Upcoming shows include on the 25th, we're going to have the author of Milnear, Brian James on the show. And then on the 1st of February, we will have the author of Habiticus, the apostrate life. I should have learned how to say this. Anthony, yes, life of Anthony Pintros. Eddie Sinros will be on the show. In Uh, fairness, whatever it is you just said sounded really difficult. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of tough words. He's the king of the high flyers. Then uh, like apostrate's a word. (laughs) uh, February 8th is to be announced. February 15th is to be announced. But on the 22nd, from Rock Solid Productions, Dan Sinclair is going to be on the show. So be sure to stay tuned for that one. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you to Net Neutrality for still existing and possibly not getting overturned and making the show possible. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) 